world. This is Tom Jacobs. I'm on the web at tdjacobs.com and also healingsuicide.com. And um, it's been a long time since I've done audio, and I'm also doing less video these days. As I explore some internal stuff with my progress moon going through the 12th house and, and other things. But I'm, I'm just uh, thinking about this um, this thing that I, I haven't ever really done a public statement about, and I'm just... In case it's helpful, I wanted to offer this. Why I put my birth chart on my website. <laughs> and at first, so at tdjacobs.com on the About Tom Jacobs page, um, there's some silly picture of me, but then there's also my birth chart. And why would I do this? And, and um, at first glance, you know, oh, maybe we can assume Tom is very trusting. And then you look at the chart, and uh, Tom has Pluto conjunct Venus in the 12th in Libra, and he has also a Scorpio sun, and he has Chiron in the 7th. So maybe on second glance, it's not that Tom's trusting, why does he do this? So I thought, so I, thought I would offer this, um, offer this idea, because I've also um, told in in readings and counseling and coaching and uh, classes and even in you know audio and video that I share publicly I have talked about my own experiences and talked about my life including my foibles and quirks and, and frankly things that I'm embarrassed about or in process with and don't know how to handle yet so it's all tied together um, and this started years ago when um, my guides were encouraging me to tell personal stories. And Jehudi, also known as Hermes, Thoth, St. Germain, Merlin, that being I channel that Ascended Master, also encouraged me quite often to tell stories in readings and classes when, it, when, when the point is relevant. And in a defensive way, back then, and I mean like 10 years ago, I would uh, have a thought in my head, but pardon me being defensive and private and... and uh, paranoid about being embarrassed part of me would say well um you know i don't i don't this isn't relevant that that's not relevant and you know this is or that thing and you know because i was in i was embarrassed and i think maybe embarrassed about being embarrassed or ashamed about being so embarrassable or something so i let it happen in trickles and then people people clients students whatever audience said oh it's actually quite helpful that you're sharing your personal stories I, f I feel like a couple people over the years have said something like I could do without all the stories <laughs> you know like from a podcast listening to a podcast or videos and that's cool but it's like a tiny 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 mi minority have said, um, gosh, I just don't think all this personal storytelling is, is so helpful. But part of the reason that I that I do it is, and then I'll move on to why my chart's on my site, because it was an evolution. Part of the reason why I, I understood later why the beings were encouraging me to do this, and, and it's because um, you're a work in progress, and so am I. And if you get exposed to Ascended Master Jehudi or Hermes, etc., at all, if you get exposed to, to that being's teachings, you'll hear that all the time. 
you are a work in progress. You are, like behind your personality and attached to your body is consciousness, which is soul, which is part of divine consciousness. And you're here, I don't know if you can hear the dogs barking in the background, I can't control it, so forgive me if this noise canceling mic isn't canceling that noise. <laughs> um, incessant shrieky yapping sometimes because the people aren't responsible enough to train their dogs. Um, oh, and you can see in my chart I have Jupiter and Capricorn in the third, and I'm <laughs> highly critical of things that look stupid. Okay. Uh, or, or things that make the world a stupid place. So anyway, so... Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, you're a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. So how can I help you work through your foibles and quirks how can I help you overcome your fears or paranoias or guilt or shame or whatever if I act like some kind of avatar of spiritual development? Like my spiritual poo doesn't stink or something. So I, I try to share those stories in order, or I, I actually allow myself to share some stories, say it that way. There are certain things that are highly personal and I'm still ashamed or embarrassed about and I, I don't talk about. Um, but like there's a series of dealing with grief, uh, videos from a couple years ago, 2020, and also, um, uh, an audio thing too, I think here on SoundCloud. And, you know, those things are highly personal. Things are really hard to talk about my own experience of grief, but I've eased into it over the years and kind of feel comfortable there because I want you to give yourself space to grow and change over time. I want you not to judge what you're feeling because you've been shaped by experience. So I would want you not to shame yourself for what you feel because you feel based on what's happened around you and within you and to you. So that's why the stories come out. And sometimes, you know, maybe it's a little too much, whatever. I try to edit some, you know, as I teach and, and do stuff. But, but anyway, so that's where it starts. Uh, where a guide or Jehudi would say, Tom, it would be helpful for this person to understand it's okay to be a work in progress. It's okay to... So share this experience so that you can help that person see it's okay to take the pressure off. I should not have always been perfect. I'm in process. And so even as people come to me for help with their issues, I do have issues. So anyway, so it's a way of um, staying human so that I as a human can help you with your humanity. That's the intro. Okay, great. Now, why is my chart on my site? When I first got into astrology, I encountered people who, you know, at meetup groups and whatever, online groups and and periodically, some people were quite concerned about sharing their data. They didn't want you to have the, their chart. So if you're curious and say, oh, well, you know, they might tell you, like, yeah, I have my Venus in Capricorn or whatever. but Or they might have told you before, you know, I'm a Taurus rising and my Venus is in Capricorn. But they wouldn't give you their chart. And so you're, like, you're like so curious, <laughs> you know, uh, especially when... If you have the philosophical, you know, 
inclination to offer your data for any reason you know whether you're very trusting or it's a you, you trust the other person not to share your data whatever in other words some people are very concerned about that and some people aren't and as a scorpionic person I think I would be inclined to be concerned about people having my chart except one of the big things this is the point of this whole audio one of the big things I learned from again Hermes Jehudi Saint Germain Thoth Merlin that being is a new definition of what power is that goes beyond what our human brains and egos and personalities typically think of as power you've heard that knowledge is power and um, if you have a strong scorpionic eighth house plutonian signature in your chart you may have even been um, you know you may have even been on the wrong end of information as power or, or secrets being revealed uh, or things about yourself you're not quite sure what to do with and then somebody like tells a secret or reveals something or starts a rumor so let's all have compassion for that and some of us are guarded but if you can see my birth chart that doesn't mean you can have any power over me so if you're if you're following my evolutionary astrology work and by the way if you have worked through evolutionary astrology fundamentals one and two formerly called basics one and two then you're eligible for the start on march 4th 2022 of ea intermediate one the first live course in the series which i will which leads to certification if you jump through all my hoops no well the, the series of courses the first live course in the series the first two of our home study the ea fundamentals one and two are home study anyway so check out um my website for that there's a there's a astrology school page but if you're studying astrology with me you're headed toward it you're going to learn this definition of pluto and really get it kind of like you know seated down into your bones where power regarding pluto is <clears throat> it actually comes from absolute unflinching unashamed self-knowledge and self-awareness which means being aware of the shadow but then followed by absolute unflinching unashamed self-acceptance which is the deepest kind of self-love through this lens of pluto really intense things so you're consciously choosing to love embrace accept make peace with your shadows not just not just enough to know that you have a fear but to learn the tools to make friends with the part of you who carries the fear so strongly the plutonian sh shadow part so um my charts on my site because so you can understand where i'm coming from and you may have a very different way of interpreting the chart and and you know somebody might look at that chart and say oh look at this guy uh scorpio son in the second house what a control freak he's probably he's probably uh you know like, like you can have your own interpretations that might be really far from what i perceive as true but that's your interpretation that's your perspective based on your philosophical outlook your training your conditioning how you live your life and what you've learned from your experiences what you believe as a result of what you perceive you have learned from your experiences is a clunky way to say it so you, so in other words me putting my chart up on my site you can't have power over me 
Um, let's say I put my chart up on my site, but I didn't tell any stories about my life or my foibles and quirks. Um, so let's say you had access to see, oh, he has Pluto, Venus, and Libra in the 12th. Um, square Jupiter and Capricorn in the 3rd. Oh, what an attitude problem. <laughs> you know, like, well, let's say you didn't know any stories. Well, maybe if I weren't um, working to share or be somewhat transparent, at least, somewhat open, because I'm not transparent, but I'm open, you know, you might have all these ideas about relationship stuff or issues with sexuality and sensuality and art, Pluto, Venus, and Libra in the 12th, right? You might have ideas about, you know, um, you know, how, how you might, you might want, you might think, oh, this guy's probably super codependent. He probably has a lot of pain regarding relationships. You know, you might, you might think, um, this dude thinks that like God's out to get him <laughs> or, uh, whatever. Um, and you might assume those things. Well, if I were embarrassed about those things, well, then I might perceive that you have some kind of power because you can see into it. So it's kind of like this approach to, I'm, I'm not transparent, but this approach toward openness, which I've tried to foster and cultivate here, is to help, again, like I said earlier, to, get, to help you give yourself permission to be a work in progress. But it's also that I'm becoming empowered through my internal process. That you can see my chart doesn't disempower me. Like, you know, let's say even... Um, uh, you saw my chart, and you saw um, Mars Uranus in the first house. And, um, you know, let's say that you decided that I was, you assumed that I was impossible to be around because Mars can be aggressive, and Uranus is like lightning bolts of sudden fidgety activity, and, you know, sometimes Uranus is very critical of others. And let's say that you looked at that and said, oh, this guy's probably super hard to be around. Um, and let's say that I'm trying super hard to not be hard to be around. Then I'm, you know, part of me might feel like, oh, I'm trying to connect with people and it's not, oh, and you know, so if you have an idea of who I am, that might prevent me from getting through to you. But your perception isn't power. Your perception is what you're learning about, how you're dealing with things, how you're... what. So the empowerment thing for me is to look at my shadows about Marjoranas. Uh, about, you know, how if I'm not grounded, my energy can be quite changeable and volatile. How if I'm not grounded and I'm not dealing with the shadow of anger or rage or whatever. Anger, Mars, right? That if I'm not dealing with the shadows of trauma, Uranus how that can go wrong. Like, I'm aware of that. So if you assume the worst about me because you might try to protect yourself because, oh my God, this guy's probably a firecracker and everyone's going to get burned. That's that's not power. The empowerment comes from me dealing with my shadows in conscious, intentional ways. So if you saw my chart and said, um, Pluto Venus, this guy's super codependent. Also with a Cancer South note, right, for context. Oh my God, sees the world through the lens of emotion. Needy, immature, you know, whatever, like clingy. 
Cancer South Zone and then the coincidence of Venus and Pluto and Libra in the 12th. Um, oh, I've, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> well, if you saw that and said, oh, this guy's super codependent, and you told me that, it wouldn't hurt me because I'm already dealing with it because I'm looking at the shadows. I'm looking at those things that I have a hard time with about myself and I'm doing what I can to work through them. So there are times when I learn more things about my shadows reflected by other people. That happens, you know, that's happened a lot over the last almost 20 years of doing astrology stuff and just in life in general, especially now that I'm, you know, drawing to me a bunch of people who are astrology students and teachers and, you know, whatever, and spiritual seekers, and they're really getting into their own charts and studying 10 or 2 or 5 or 10 or 20 different ways of approaching charts. And so people may reflect things to me that do teach me new things about me. But I'm in the groove when I'm triggered by something. I'm like, oh, right. That person is intentionally or unintentionally showing me something I need to look at. Actually, it's happening this week <laughs> with a friend of mine who um, has mentioned several times human design. And over the years, I just, I don't grok it. I just don't, whatever I read about anything in human design, it goes in, in, in my eyes and I don't know, out my ears, I don't know. I can't, I don't retain the information. And part of it's just because I'm not, it's just not a tool for me right now. Maybe it will be eventually, I don't know. Because this was, it was like this with Tarot as well. When I first started learning and I wanted to learn like, what do twos mean? And, and what do pages mean? And what do threes mean? Or what do wands mean? And I couldn't even remember, for example, um, the difference between wands and swords. I just, I couldn't grok it. And somebody would tell me again, like the fourth time that day, <laughs> or the tenth time that year. I couldn't remember. Anyway, so I have that with human design. And so... Um, I was talking about being frustrated about something. Again, Marjorana stuff, right? Um, and he said, oh, well, you're a generator. And he sent me a link, and I read this page, and I was I was angry about it. Not because he sent it to me, because of what it said. It said I'm basically responding from my sacral chakra, second chakra, um, but I'm not making things happen. I'm responding to what like drifts by, and I may latch onto it, if it's good and right and inspiring and piques my interest. And with that Marjoran is in the first house, I have an idea of myself that I can make stuff happen. But then there's a system that's telling... So my shadow of don't tell me to sit around and wait for stuff. I'm a goddamn firecracker. God damn it. That shadow was, was activated. And so then I wrote to him, okay, I get that, I don't like it. And he wrote back this really, I said, what, so I'm just supposed to sit around and wait? And he wrote back this really measured and helpful <laughs> explanation of re, how to reframe this. And it was extremely helpful. And while I was grateful that he had done it, I was still activated. So I was like, okay, great. I wrote him and I thanked him and I said, yeah, I have to deal with this. I have to deal with this shadow part. This, this part of me that has this. So I'm still learning more because I haven't, and maybe... I'm not open to that because that way of interpreting how I'm wired through human design says I'm a generator and part of me has an, you know, egoic attachment to not 
perceiving that I'm supposed to sit around and do nothing. That's the perception. I know that's not exactly what it says. So, um, anyway, so, yeah, so I learn new things all the time about shadow stuff, but my approach to the shadow, my approach to my resistance, my approach to my embarrassment, uh, my approach to guilt or shame, like, it's cha It's changed because of this definition of Plutonian empowerment that I work with and teach, it comes from absolute unflinching, unashamed self-knowledge and awareness, followed by absolute unflinching, unashamed self-acceptance. So conscious shadow reintegration, conscious shadow acceptance, or conscious acceptance of the shadow self. Not just I have this anger or this frustration, but how can I... Okay, so you got it. So um, so my chart's on my site because no matter what you see, you can't have power over me. Like, no matter what you see in my chart or how you interpret it, it's your interpretation. It's your idea. And you may be right or not. Like, you may be close to... Um, you said you might be close to accurately interpreting how I'm wired and how I behave and why I do things and what I believe. But it doesn't mean you have power over me. And so that takes me to this, you know, the way that we define power. You know, it's power over power under stuff. You know, if you... If we're playing chess and you win and I lose, and that happens a thousand times, I might have feelings about not winning. Right? If um, we're playing a trivia game and I'm super certain about this and I insert the opinion and then I'm wrong, my, my answer, then I'm wrong and we lose, you know, what does it mean to be wrong, to lose a game? So. In our interpersonal relationships, there's something going on. Even just our, our conception of who we are as humans, or, or my conception of myself as an individual, yours is of uh, your conception of yourself as an individual. You know, are we growing out of winning and losing? Meaning, what happens if we don't win? Are we ashamed? What happens if I'm embarrassed about something? And you don't have that issue. Do I feel less than you? So so if I put my chart up, my data, and I let you see it, you can't have power over me because that's not the paradigm I'm working in. That, that's a contrast with the first time I went to a, a workshop, uh, an apprenticeship program, um, long weekend that uh, taught by Stephen Forrest, so 2004, uh, in 2004. Um, an astrologer there who was already seeing clients. I had seen like several clients that fall, but she was already up and running. You know, she'd been doing it for several more years. And um, she looked at my chart over <laughs> over a break or lunch or something, just glanced at it because at those workshops, the, the charts are given out in a book and a binder to everybody because we learn stuff and we learn through talking with each other, right? And even there it's, you know, this everything's confidential and not to share those, those charts with anybody. So there's that, you know, that 
guardrail in place, and people basically, you know, need, really need to, to conform to that. Anyway, so this this uh, person who ended up becoming my friend looks at my chart and sees that Mars Uranus in the first square of the nodes and says, whoa, what are you angry about? And I was embarrassed about my anger. This was 2004. And I basically said, um, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't think I'm angry about, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think I'm angry about anything, but then there's this creeping thing rising up within me of shame and embarrassment because she looked at my chart and saw what I didn't know how to deal with and feel embarrassed about or felt embarrassed about. So, um, yeah, if you show your chart to somebody, they might see stuff, but your relationship with yourself giving yourself a chance to be a work in progress, learning how to work through your stuff, even if you don't know how, figuring it out, exploring a new tool here or there to overcome guilt or shame or embarrassment, to overcome self-judgment about what you're experiencing. And so if I'm doing conscious shadow work where I'm learning to embrace and accept the shadow and thereby bringing light to what looks like darkness, accepting myself, then I'm becoming empowered. And it's not just about Pluto in my chart. It's about anything that, or in, in your chart, in our charts, in our lives, it's about anything that is embarrassing or you feel ashamed of or anything that's wrapped up with guilt or regret or self-doubt, any of those things. Because the... Um, you know, the nature of my Jupiter in the third, it, it's, it's quite opinionated. The nature of my um, Chiron in the seventh, it's quite vulnerable. And, and it's actually hard for me to be vulnerable. My voice almost cracked right there. It's, it's actually hard for me to be vulnerable. So sharing my chart and sharing my stories, that's one of the reasons why, because I do fear judgment from others because I judge myself, but I'm working on it as a, you know, frankly, I think, uh, I think it's fair to say as a lifelong project. So you're a work in progress. And if you can have the, I don't know, I guess maturity and humility to accept that there are things about you that might be hard to look at or deal with. For some, maybe more things than for others. And we're in different phases of our lives and different ages and levels of experience and also different levels of resistance to admitting the shadow into conscious awareness. And there are all kinds of reasons for that, that where we might be more resistant than some other people. But if you can accept it and learn to deal with it, then, um, and be open to the experience of being humbled, and I'm kind of dancing around some of these keywords that are connected. If you're, if you're willing to be humbled, you don't, need to attract any kind of humiliation. It's like two sides of a coin. Where if somebody said to me, um, you know what your problem is? You have an anger problem. I would say, yeah. Yeah, you're right, I do. Instead of experiencing it with the need to defend, because what does it mean to have an anger problem? If I think my vulnerability makes me weak, well, then I might defend against that or, or 
try to stop the other person from seeing me. Okay, good. Anyway, humans, thanks for thanks for playing. And see what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com. Including uh, what's new in 2022, small group coaching. I used to do one-on-one -on -one coaching and on a regular basis, and now it's into uh, I've moved into small group coaching. I do like 10 minutes at the beginning of um, it's like a 90-minute call up to four people uh, for four weeks at a time only. There's no longer-term commitment. But if you have stuff you want to get into or questions you want to ask your guides, or even Jehudi, the the ascended master, uh, to get some guidance in chunks over a month that's a small group coaching i have just reintroduced half hour live readings uh after taking two months off roughly uh from doing a bunch of live readings and um yeah the soul's journey multi-life overview is available and half hour pre-records to answer questions if you don't want a live call those are all available right now that's all at tdjacobs.com plus a bunch of classes and courses, and I am starting up the uh, Soul's Journey Multidimensional Astrology School. So you can check all that out at tdjacobs.com. Take care. Mm -hmm.